The Chicago White Sox lost to the Seattle Mariners on Tuesday night, 3-0. White Sox starter Johnny Cueto was everything we have come to love. Uh, He pitched very well, but did not get any offensive support. The Seattle Mariners were able to take advantage of a defensive miscue by the Sox, then tack on a few at the hands of our bullpen. The White Sox will go for the series win on Wednesday afternoon. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Socks. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, just search Locked on White Socks. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan, recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Really appreciate you letting me steal some of your time to talk White Sox. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. A White Sox pitching tried, but it just could not be absolutely perfect. Sox defense causes more problems, and the offense can't capitalize on opportunities. And is Tony LaRusa really going to be coming back this season? State of the White Sox, uh, they are 68 and 68, back to 500. Now, three games back in the AL Central, chasing the Cleveland Guardians with 26 games left to play uh, on the season. Uh, coming into Tuesday's game, the Sox, their last six games, five and one, plus 19 run diff, uh, 10 home runs. 468 slugging percentage and a team ERA of 1.83. There's no denying that the Sox have been playing better baseball uh, over the last week. However, Tuesday night, tough one. Uh, they lost to the Mariners three to nothing. It was a, a pitcher's duel for the most part. Uh, Gilbert was on the hill for the Mariners. He was nasty, uh, as was their bullpen. And Johnny Cueto was just as tough. Uh, unfortunately, Ronaldo no- Lopez had some problems in the eighth inning. Uh, White Sox will try for the series win uh, Wednesday afternoon. A couple things to get to before we break down Wednesday's game. Uh, I don't know if you saw some of these articles, these blurbs that were coming out uh, before Tuesday's game about Tony Larusa uh, possibly coming back to the dugout. Uh, managing this year and maybe even uh, next year. Saw something on David Kaplan's uh, Twitter feed uh, talking about the latest on Tony La Russa, and this was according to uh, Bob Nightingale. Uh, quote, Tony's intention is to return for sure before the season. Uh, and how about next year? Uh, quote, that can go either way. He definitely wants to manage next season, end quote. That that right there uh, reminds me kind of an ex- like an exploratory committee during political season. 
uh, you're trying to gauge if a potential candidate would do well against an incumbent or have a successful campaign no matter what. Uh, what do the voters think? A good idea? Uh, would they vote for this candidate? Uh, however, in this case, it's Bob Nightingale, and he is not taking the temperature of the fan base, uh, whether they would like Tony LaRusse to come back or not. He's delivering Jerry Reinsdorf's message, uh, whether it's good for the organization, the team, or in fan favor, uh, that is a non-issue. So, of course, uh, Bob Nightingale, the mouthpiece of Jerry Reinsdorf. So very interesting to get that information uh, while the Sox have been playing so well. Why, why bring that up right now? Uh, but further, we, we, we saw and heard some more uh, from Steve Stone. He was on the score 670. And uh, this is what Stone said. He believes Tony LaRusso will return to the dugout this year and doesn't think the White Sox improved play is tied to his absence in any way. Steve Stone, uh, he is a company guy. Uh, all the way, not surprised at what he had said. Uh, but the way the Sox are playing is not tied to Tony LaRusse's absence. Uh, come on, uh, even for Stone, that's a stretch. Uh, how about just simply saying the team is playing well? Uh, there's a lot of energy. They are responding to Miguel Cairo. Uh, so if that wasn't enough, uh, there was also an article in the Chicago Tribune by Paul Sullivan. Uh, so you got a lot of Jerry Reinsdorf guys carrying the water here. It's just odd that this all happened on Tuesday before this game when the Sox have been playing so well. It's almost like Jerry Reinsdorf got his people out there to remind everybody, hey, Tony La Russa, he's coming back. This is still his team. Let's not forget about Tony. So Paul Sullivan in the Tribune, uh, he had an article an op-ed entitled A Soap Opera of a White Sox Season Needs Its Main Character, Tony La Russa, Back in the Dugout. Uh, Paul Sullivan, no, they do not. We do not need uh, Tony La Russa uh, back in the dugout. And La Russa is not the main character. Uh, but I have a feeling that his ego is so inflated, he actually believes that. Uh, and I bet he really thinks that the players are actually playing uh, for him. You know, I'm sure Tony La Russa doesn't want to go out like this, uh, but maybe, uh, just maybe, he puts his ego to the side and sees what's going on here with the White Sox. Uh, maybe he's read some of the quotes from the players, especially Liam Hendricks, and he just stays away. Uh, go ahead, keep talking to Miguel Cairo, make your opinions and thoughts well-known, but please just stay away. Uh, this from Paul Sullivan's uh, article, uh, this is from Elvis Andrews, which was kind of interesting. Shortstop Elvis Andrews said he found a tense atmosphere the week he arrived from Oakland in mid-August. Uh, quote, everybody is a lot more relaxed, uh, Andrews told reporters. Everybody just goes out there and is having fun and lets things happen, end quote. Uh, and he has been playing very well. Uh, coming into Tuesday's game, nine-game hitting streak, slashing 405, 
436, 730, a 15 for 37 with three home runs and nine RBIs. So who knows? I, I don't know if Tony Larusa is going to come back. We have not heard any new updates, any medical stuff. They're keeping that pretty quiet. I just found that very odd uh, that you know three guys, Paul Sullivan, Steve Stone, and Bob Nightingale, all chirping about Tony Larusa uh, and his potential return. In, in an almost unneeded way, you know, there's good vibes. The Sox are playing well, good energy, different attitude. You're hearing it from everybody. The results are there. Why, why start talking about this stuff uh, now? Uh, he's a magician. He is a joy to watch. Johnny Cueto uh, did his part, and that's all you can ask for. I'm going to tell you why he's so fun to watch. Uh, more on that in a moment. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, you are depriving yourself of one of life's greatest joys. And guess what? There's a new flavor, indulgent cookie dough. Covered in chocolate, that's right, Built has done it again. Let me introduce you to your new favorite cookie dough chunk puffs. Have a light and chewy texture, real cookie dough chunks, and of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All of the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. Plus, it's healthy for you. Cookie dough chunk puffs are only 160 calories, and they have a whopping 15 grams of protein in them. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be the perfect treat. Like all Built Bars, the new cookie dough chunk puff is covered in 100% real chocolate. That means they're healthy and tasty chocolate-covered cookie dough with a light, fluffy texture. Uh, what's great about Built is that all of their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits. Eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You are going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a Built Bar. Go to Built.com, use promo code LOCKEDON15, and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKEDON15. The magician, Johnny Cueto, on the mound Tuesday night for the White Sox. Uh, in his last 10 starts, a 2.61 ERA. So fun to watch. Uh, first inning, he had a one, two, three inning. Uh, just some plain awesome mechanics from Cueto. He had that delayed windup with the double hitch and slide step. Yeah, that was in mid game form in the first inning. Uh, second inning, some traffic on the base paths. Runners on first and second with only one out, but Cueto rolls a double play, six, four, three. End of inning, 28 pitches. After two innings uh, in the third, Cueto, much like Lance Lynn on Monday night, uh, he was locked in early on, uh, gave up only one hit and had three strikeouts after three innings. Uh, fourth inning, uh, this is where things got a little dicey here. Uh, Seattle had a leadoff double situation with Gavin Sheets out there in right field in that corner, clearly an issue uh, of Gavin Sheets not knowing the ballpark uh, and some of the angles. Uh, he's also a first baseman uh, playing right field. 
Uh, speaking of sheets, there was a fly ball out to right field, and the runner at second uh, tagged up. He threw uh, to third. The ball, it bounces off of Mancata's glove. He flat out missed it, really. Cueto was backing up, but he wasn't kind of in the right spot. Uh, the ball ricocheted off of Mancata's glove. Uh, it went out of play. Seattle runner scores. It's one nothing. Seattle, very tough, bizarre way uh, to allow a run. Uh, despite the newfound energy and attitude that we've been talking about, the Sox continue to have glaring defensive holes. It wasn't a bad throw by Gavin Sheets at all. I don't know what was going on with Mankata. Lack of focus. Uh, trying to you know swipe tag and, and maybe get the runner uh, before he actually had the ball. I have no idea what Yohan Mankata was doing, but that was a very difficult way to allow a runner. Uh, fifth inning, 64 pitches on Cueto's arm uh, as he starts the inning with help from some heads-up defense by Andrews uh, at shortstop, coupled with poor base running by Seattle. Cueto had an easy inning uh, sixth inning, Cueto had a two-on, one-out situation, and he is that magician. He escaped with no damage done. Once again, he has done everything asked of him and more. Sacks offense failed to supply any run support. Uh, seventh inning, Cueto is back out there, 88 pitches. Uh, first two guys get on, and that was it for Cueto, another a stellar outing. Jim, Jimmy Lambert entered and came through in another high leverage situation. Seattle did not score. Uh, Cueto's final line, six innings pitched, five hits, a one earned run, three walks, three strikeouts. Cueto has a sub three ERA, 2.87. He threw 96 pitches Tuesday night. Eighth inning, this is where uh, Seattle piled on a couple more, but it really didn't matter. Sox had nothing going offensively. Uh, Lopez, not good, gave up a home run. It was 3 nothing Seattle, uh, and that's how it ended. Uh, Luis Robert, he suffered another injury, and the Sox couldn't come up with a big hit when they needed it. But good pitching will always beat good hitting. More on that in a moment. Yoan Mankata returned for the White Sox uh, from that hamstring issue. This is how the lineup looked Tuesday night. Uh, Andrus Mankata in the two spot. Abreu, Jimenez, Sheets out there in right field. Pollock was in left field. Four home runs in the last 12 games, slugging nearly 600. Robert uh, hitting seventh again. Uh, Grandal and Gonzalez. No Vaughn in the lineup. Uh, Seattle had a right-hand pitcher, Logan Gilbert, uh, going on the hill. He was really good. Uh, first inning, though, Mancata hit it on the screws in his first at-bat. Uh, base hit up the middle. A good sign, uh, we hope. Second inning, Robert, he was hit on the hand while swinging. He just came back from dealing with a wrist injury. Uh, he did stay in the game at that moment. Uh, Robert struck out, did not even swing uh, during that at-bat. Uh, more on him in a little bit. Uh, third inning, Sox with just one hit after three innings. They had four strikeouts. Uh, fourth inning, they had an opportunity. One of probably three innings where they really 
uh, could have scored some runs. Mancata uh, led things off with his second game, uh, hit of the game. And then a scary moment of Brayu got hit up and in. So Sox have runners on first and second. Nobody out. Need a productive at bat from Jimenez. That did not happen. He flew out to center field. Gavin Sheets uh, kept the ball in the infield. Seattle got a force out at second, but could not turn the double play. So runners at the corners with two outs. Pollock lined out to shortstop. Blown opportunity there for the White Sox. Uh, fifth inning, uh, three hits after five. Uh, not not good. Not a lot going on. Sixth inning, uh, Johnny Cueto is on fire from the pitching side of it. Get the man some runs. We scream this quite often when he is on the hill. Uh, there was a one-out double from Abreu. Base hit up the middle from Malloy. Runners on the corners, only one out. Uh, Gavin Sheets. You got to have a productive at bat here. A 97 mile per hour fastball at the top of the zone. Uh, he swung through it. Uh, Gilbert went higher up the ladder and Sheets swung at that. Uh, and then he blew a 99 mile per hour fastball past Gavin Sheets. Uh, and he did the same with AJ Pollock. High gas that Pollock could not catch up to. Sacks at this point were one for six with runners in scoring position. Difficult, difficult stuff. Seventh inning, Adam Engel hitting for Robert. He had a bruised right hand is what we were told. Day-to-day x-rays were negative. Uh, Adam Engel ripped a single up the middle. Great speed aboard. Engel thrown out, attempting to steal second. It wasn't a good jump by Engel and a perfect throw by Seattle's catcher, uh, Cal Raleigh. Uh, We find out after the game, according to Miguel Cairo, that it was supposed to be a hit and run, and Grandal must have missed the sign. Sacks without a run after seven innings. Eighth inning, another opportunity for the Sacks. Aloy Jimenez with a base hit. Garcia comes in as a pinch runner. Uh, Gavin Sheets battles to draw a walk. Two on, two outs. Uh, Sacks running out of chances here. A.J. Pollock struck out to end the threat. Uh, nothing doing for the Sox in the ninth inning. So Sox offense, zero runs, seven hits, one extra base hit. Sox were one for seven with runners in scoring position. They struck out 13 times, only drew two walks, and they left nine uh, on base. Tough, tough night. Uh, you know, it was one nothing for a while there. And you know, Sox had probably three good innings where they could have a scratch to run, but in the end, Lopez giving up that home run made it virtually out of reach. Seattle's got a tough bullpen. Uh, Gilbert was tough, and Seattle's bullpen was just as difficult. So the White Sox go for the series win Wednesday afternoon. It is a 3.40 uh, Central Time start, and then they're off to Oakland. Thank you so much, folks, for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere you find your podcast. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. 
Thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen. Now for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022, an eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL season. The local experts of the Lockdown Podcast Network, plus a betting angle uh, from Lee Sterling of Lockdown Bets, all combining into one Ultimate NFL Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro Football Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Coming up on the next episode, I will hopefully be celebrating a White Sox series win. Appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox!